Taxi. Mom, what are you doing? This is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, this is a big day for this program. And not for any of the reasons that uh, I thought it was going to be a big day for this program. We have assembled, as I like to do, an illustrious lineup of uh, of guests, of interesting people, of great wits, of great intellects, of people that I just enjoy talking to. We'll tell you who they are in just a moment. But uh, a few hours ago, I was all set to make a big deal about us now airing on a uh, big radio station in Florida. Great radio station that's got a a very big audience, very good signal. And then uh, I said, and this is why you always check these things. uh, And because, look, I've always been fascinated by Florida because you read the news, any newspaper, doesn't matter which one, all these incredible stories that you just can't imagine being true all begin with Florida man. And inevitably, it has that Florida man doing something crazy. And it's got me thinking, why? What's in the water down there in Florida? What is going on down there? Additionally, you know, and in general, I try to learn as much as I can about all of the places that we broadcast to. A lot of these are places that I've been to, Baltimore, for instance, uh, in Nevada, for instance, some of them are not. Alaska. Never been to Alaska. Certainly eager to go. Would love to learn more about Alaskan culture. But I've always been fascinated with this mythical land of Florida. Why do so many people move there? Why is there such an East Coast, West Coast mentality? It's almost like the kind of rivalry that you used to see in the hip-hop community back in the in the day. That's what you see in Florida. Is it true that you really can't get great pizza there? And the incredible thing about Florida is, for all the myths surrounding it, for all of the people that describe wanting to go there, I mean, if you listen to New Yorkers talk about wanting to move to Florida, these are the conversations that I imagine Italian, Polish, and Irish immigrants had about dreaming about one day coming to the United States. That's how people from Brooklyn and Staten Island talk about Florida. But for all the myth surrounding Florida, the rumor is that the people there are just like everybody else. That they're just as wacky, just as normal, just as everything as the people in any other community. Now, how can that be with all these crazy stories coming out of Florida? So... A couple of minutes ago, I said to uh, Matt Blaze, I said, hey, just make sure we're on this station. Make sure we're still, uh, you know, we're, they're broadcasting us. And lo and behold, Matt Blaze said, no, they're not. They're broadcasting some other guy. So I said, good. I said, good, because we've assembled this all-star Florida panel. And I view this as an opportunity to do two things. One, for the next hour... We're going to get anything negative that we want to say about Florida out of our system. It'll be a cleansing situation. It's like that movie where you get to go crazy once a year and commit violence. That's what we'll do with Florida. This will be the last hour that we do where you hear any negative or overtly negative over-the-top Florida talk. And um, we have all these great people here. So we're on in Missouri 
So we can ask them questions about Missouri. We'll see how that goes over. It'll certainly be interesting. Let me tell you who is joining me for uh, the hour. In studio, I am joined by uh, Fred Rabino, stand-up comedian. Hello there, Fred. Thank you for having me on the most iconic New York radio station. I am honored, as again. I am on. Well, and uh, you can't have a discussion about Florida without talking with someone that was Mrs. Florida. And we are very, very... I never was Mrs. Florida. (laughs) That was a rumor. Very, very lucky to have Karen Turk, uh, the former Mrs. Florida conservative activist and author of the book Behind the Headlines, How a Conservative Beauty Queen Became a Target of Cancel Culture and Fake News. Hello, Karen. Hi, good morning. Uh, Also very pleased to welcome back my friend, a New York transplant to Florida, like so many others happen to be, the one and only Richard Bay, not only a veteran TV and radio talk show host, but now doing a terrific podcast called the Richard Bay Talk Podcast. Hello there, Richard. Thanks for getting up early or staying up late or being in the middle of the night for us. Yeah, I, well, since they're not airing your show, I could have I could have gone to sleep, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're up. You're up, so we're going to take advantage of you. And uh, also, uh, John Boyd, who's been a guest on the show before, is, is here as well. He's a principal at the Boyd Company and a thought leader and a well-known pioneer of the modern era of corporate site selection. Hello, John. Frank, good morning. Great to be with you. Well, let's begin with uh, with Karen, since she is the the rose among thorns here. Uh, now, Karen, just so we know your history, uh, did you grow up in Florida? Were you born there, or did you move there like seemingly everyone else in the rest of the state? Jersey girl. I was ahead of the curve. I've been in Florida for twenty three years, so I was down there before all the other people followed. Wow. I was one of the first. Uh, mm-hmm. and now, what brought you to Florida? Uh, actually, a job and escaping my crazy first husband in New Jersey. So a little bit of both. I uh, grabbed my kids and got a job in Florida and never looked back. Yeah, John Boyd, I know uh, you have been a Jersey guy from time to time. You know a thing or two about crazy, uh, crazy husbands in the state of New Jersey. Um, what uh, are you in Florida full time or you do the snowboard thing? I, I am, Frank. I, I, we, I'm, I live in South Florida. I officially became a resident four years ago. I've been back and forth for the better part of the past decade or so. And uh, I still spend quite a bit of time in New Jersey. Though. What's the big deal? Why do, why do, why does everyone want to move there? Well, I, I mean, obviously, no personal income tax, which continues to be a draw for people that want to leave high tax states like California and New York and New Jersey. But I think, you know, one of the big reasons is that there's a feeling amongst Floridians that your lawmakers are working for you and not against you. I mean, okay, Florida Florida has its share of problems. We have an insurance crisis. There's there's plenty of crime in Florida, but you know, at least there's a sense that lawmakers are addressing problems. They don't treat job creators as the enemy, okay? And uh, and at least in Florida, crime is prosecuted. Well, you That's know, it's, it's funny. Our, a lot of us remember the uh, 2000 election of Bush versus Gore when only 535 votes separated, uh, you know, the, the presidency from uh, Gore to, to Bush. And back then, I think a lot of people viewed Florida very much as a purple state. But uh, I think maybe because of all the frustrated Republicans that are moving there from places like New York, it has become increasingly red. You see 
see this uh, landslide that DeSantis got elected with. And uh, the legislature now Republican. I think all the statewide offices are Republican. Somebody that stands out with a uh, a little bit of, of bluish tint in this increasingly red state is uh, is Richard Bay. Richard, um, w- one, what brought you to Florida? And two, would you make of what John said there about lawmakers in Florida not working against the population? Oh, I think they work against the population. Florida is the place where democracy goes to die. Uh, when I first came to Florida, I, I got involved. I went out. We had something called the Fair Districts of, of, of Amendment to the state constitution. And I gathered up all, you know, we had this, um, what, do you, what do you call referendum. So I gathered up all of these things, and I got signatures, and I put it in, and the whole idea was that under the uh, uh, fair district amendment, uh, we, we, we wouldn't have partisan gerrymandering anymore, and then there'd be fair representation for minorities. Uh, well, DeSantis just threw that out the window. It's in, this con- it's in our Constitution, but the, um, the Republican uh, uh, House and Senate gerrymandered. He said that's not good enough. He called in the National Republican Party to come in and create a gerrymander map that created a a Senate here, a state Senate, with 28 seats for Republicans, 12 for Democrats, in the House, 83 Republicans versus 35 Democrats. And in the U.S. House, we have 20 Republicans and eight 